Oh, we're here. We're back. We are. We have returned, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Switch It Up podcast, episode 21. We are back. Long break. After needed a long break. holiday hiatus, we are back. Hope you all enjoyed your Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is you celebrate. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great holiday. Uh, did you enjoy your holidays, uh, Colby? I did. I had a great holiday. Uh, we recorded last time we talked about last time we talked on this show was the 23rd. Uh, Christmas Eve was the next day, and Christmas obviously both lovely days. Enjoyed them both. Of course, got of course. got some got some cool stuff, but more importantly, you know, it was with my family, all that. So good to see them. And then a couple of days, you know, that gap in between Christmas and New Year's is just like, can we just get to New Year's already? I was like, about to say it's strange, but it, it's it the really testing is. ground for all the stuff that you got. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's kind of like the final little void area where you get to just kind of let it all, take it all in, everything you did that year, and then... I'm past the age of, like, getting toys and stuff, and I know you are as well, so, you know, I don't really have any toys to play with, you know, a lot of my stuff's clothes, which I do appreciate, like, I do need, I asked for them, like, I asked for new sweatpants, I got, like, four pairs, I was so excited, because all my <laughs> sweatpants are floods, but... Right, right, right. So, yeah, I did, I did get, I got some of those, um... Got a family vacation in the June in June, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, other than that, uh, New Year's was great. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about. I'm sure we'll tie this into gaming here in a bit. But how was your holidays? Uh, my holiday was good. I had to work Christmas Eve, which wasn't ideal, but never we were, able to, we were able to move our plans around to where uh, uh, Christmas Day we were able to fit everything in. Uh, we had some new new sections to our normal Christmas routine. Uh, now that we have the girlfriend party uh, mm. in in play now, but yeah. uh, no, it was good. Uh, had some good times, and uh, now I'm just waiting to go back to to yield Penn State in a few days. I still have like 13 days, dude. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah. I've, People have been saying that we get out really late and go back really early. So, I'm, uh, I'm yeah, I've been jealous, home, but I've been home for like over a month, dude. I gotta, I gotta order my books and stuff though. That I do have to do. So, luckily, I don't have to do that. But scheduling has been a nightmare. So, I'm yeah, trying I gotta to get my that books ready and stuff. But, um, Tyler, you got some, you got some ammo added to the arsenal for the Switch. I did. I got quite the. Not quite the number. It's it's the not plethora. too crazy. Yeah, but nice plethora of games. It's a nice it's a nice little nice little plate of new games. We have both Astral Chain and Luigi's Mansion Three, the best family game of twenty nineteen. Oh my god, yeah, dude. That game. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how are they? Um give us your give us a quick little brief review. Not you don't have to go too in depth, but right, right. I'm sure I'm, I'm not sure if you've beaten either of them yet. I but. have I have I started and beat Astral Chain, and okay. I am currently in the middle of playing Luigi's Mansion Three. Okay, so where would you put Astral Chain? Like you to give it a number out of ten. Uh, out of ten, I. Hmm. You can use decimals too. You can be very precise. I'd give it an eight, an eight out of ten. That's a good game. Uh, it's the press that we saw about it wasn't lying. It is a very good game. Uh, it even has a little post game, which I am actually currently still doing, but I wanted to at least play Luigi's Mansion a little bit. 
yeah. uh, before I wouldn't have time to, so I kind of just ended it there. But I finished the main story, and I got to say, it was very enjoyable, a very unique action game. Uh, good amount of challenge, but I liked it a lot. So I would, it's definitely a Switch game I would recommend if you are searching for new yeah, it was uh, up for some awards. It was, it was up for some awards at the time. Neither of us had played yet. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if it's really worth it. You know, it looks cool and all, but now that you actually have it in your hands, um, sounds more enticing. Yeah, it, it is definitely worth it. As far as Luigi's Mansion Three goes, I mean, it, it is as advertised. It's a very good game so far. Very. Uh, just this fun. is my first. What? It's just fun. It is very fun. It's my first Luigi's Mansion game. Uh, so it's getting, it's taken some getting used to. I have not played a game, uh, very similar to this one before, but so far I'm having, I'm having a good time. So, uh, those are the two big games that I got, uh, over, over this Christmas New Year break for me. But we also have another game to quickly talk about, uh, in this section. I think it's good to, uh, insert it here. Red Deer Games, uh, reached out to us again. They hit us up again. Gave us codes for another one of their games. Uh, yeah, they hit me up on my Twitter. They uh, they must have heard the Clumsy Rush episode and know that we played it. And you know, obviously, many thanks to them for hitting us up again. We really do of appreciate it. Um, they gave us codes to a game called Cyber Protocol. If you haven't heard of it, um, it's I'm pretty sure it's the same amount as Clumsy Rush, like five dollars, maybe a little bit more. I didn't really check. I was about but, to go check that because. All right, yeah, get all right, yeah. Um, but I'll I'll, I'll yeah, take it over ahead. here. So I was I was actually playing it, and it's um very, very um stick skilled. You had to be you had to be very stick skilled to like get really good scores on that game. It's basically like you. It's it's almost like Pac Man, except there's like there's yeah, no that's ghost what, like that's chasing. That's actually what I was about to say. Yeah, well. it's like Pac Man. There's no ghost like chasing after you as much as there is like obstacles in your way. It's kind of so, like a Pac-Man maze-esque obstacle course, if you will. It is. And, you know, they have these, they have, like, objects that bounce you off walls and, like, push you in different directions. And there's an end goal, obviously, for each level. And the score is based off of how many, like, points you get and how fast you do it. Because, obviously, if you do it, like, in a, a good enough time, you'll get a higher score. But, right. uh, yeah, I was playing through it. I, I played, like, I played a lot of levels. I played, like, 12 or 13 levels. And... You know, I put a video on the Switch It Up Twitter account if you saw that. Um, very, very stick skilled. Very stick skilled. Um, like I said, it's it was really fun to play. It made me think a lot. You know, some levels took me a really long time because they you introduced plan your obstacles. routes because you could very well because each flick of the stick is like you don't like every time you flick a direction you go in that direction until you hit a wall. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Re- you and, at, really, and at like, that wall, there point. could be danger or things that could insta kill yeah. you. So you got to plan your routes at first, but then when you get good at certain levels, you can go real fast. So yeah, definitely. It's very, it rewards, you know, it rewards patience as well as you know map skill. knowledge. Yeah, and skill. so um, it's actually really fun. Like I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. It's another very, you know, pick up at any time, play a few levels for a little bit, and put it back down. Mm-hmm. You know, very not very like super time sinky but it can be that if you want to devote yourself to it but again it's yeah, just another absolutely uh, nice game uh it's another it could be it's another very addicting game mm-hmm. uh and if you want to you can give it a shot it's actually it's, it's definitely a game it's definitely a game you can pick up and a, definitely a game you can pick up in a half hour just flies by 
definitely yeah, one so, of those games. So definitely yeah, if you do I need like time killers if you want to jog your brain a little bit, test your yeah. test your skills, I would recommend picking it up. It's actually pretty yeah, cool. So if you that does sound like something you're interested in, just give it a shot. It's not a lot of money. Uh, it'll keep you busy and like we like Tyler and I base games off of how much it costs per per, per hour, hour played. played. Yeah. And Red Deer just has plenty of games that the cost is low and the amount of playtime is high. It's just kind of a steal. So yeah, the short burst, the short burst game, the short burst of Mm -hmm. playtime seems to be indicative of the games that Red Deer has, uh, has suggested to us so far, which is definitely uh, a good niche to have because, you know, uh, especially for the switch as it is a very, uh, on the move encouraged console. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these games fit perfectly into the Switch's library. So thank you again, Red Deer Absolutely. Games, for uh, allowing us to uh, sample and talk about your games. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. Very appreciate it. We hope you guys download it and enjoy it. And before we get into news, um, I would like to formally apologize um, to all the gamers out there. for. So Tyler knows that I recently started another... So I didn't get any games for Christmas. I didn't ask for any. Yeah, I was about to say, so, I asked, like, did you get any games for Christmas? I didn't ask for any games. I didn't ask for anything. I didn't get any games. Um, which is weird because I'm a co-host of a gaming podcast, but that's besides the point. So yeah. I restarted. So I went on Breath of the Wild for the first time since late July, which I cannot believe it's been that long since I played Breath of the Wild. Thanks to Fire Emblem, just occupied my life for literally half I have, I have the text right here. <laughs> Yeah, so, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play Breath of the Wild. I'm going to beat it in master mode. Already did that. <laughs> Didn't even know. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to my second account and beat it in master mode. You know, maybe I can have a little more fun with it there since it's not my actual account. Already did. <laughs> already beat it in master you mode. You already beat it on your second account? I beat, I beat in Breath of the Wild normal mode twice in two different accounts. Well, more than twice, but like on two different accounts and master mode two different accounts dlc everything everything just done i nothing more for me to do except get korok seeds but i'm not devoting my time to that yeah shrines done quest done everything i'm like oh my god what the hell so i'm like <laughs> okay how, how do i make this more interesting so i was texting tyler i'm like i need something to do because if i don't if i have to do another run of breath of the wild i'm gonna lose interest and that's when it hit me I'm like i'm gonna do a run where if i die i i literally like it, it's over zelda's like well fuck so <laughs> Like, you if die, I die, restart. I reset. And I've been doing it, and I haven't died yet. Uh, I haven't done... So, this might be a ballsy strategy, but I'm actually getting enough hearts to get the Master Sword before I even go to a village, like a Divine Beast village. Oh. I haven't okay. been to one village, and I've already found 40 shrines. I already have enough hearts to get the Master Sword. Well... To be honest, like after I recommended a challenge and after you said that that was the challenge that you'd be doing, I honestly thought that it may not be much different than a normal playthrough because you're just so like at this point, you know, the game so well. Yeah, but like, at the, yeah, but I was so what motivated me was I went back to Heroes Path mode, which is actually a really cool feature. And I was doing it and like I died like seven times when I first played through on the Great Plateau. I'm like, I'm just not that dumb anymore. I know I can beat this game without dying once. And let me <laughs> tell you, we've had some close calls, my guy. We've had you've had some close calls already. I've had three close calls. Three. First oh. close call. 
came yesterday. Actually, they're both within like a 12-hour period. I almost had like a heart attack. I didn't play this game. <laughs> Don't worry. Walking down a path. I'm actually kind of near Rito Village. You know, I recognize. I'm like, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to go up in the Hebrew Mountains, find some shrines, and bounce. Whew. Stone Talus. Back fist out of hell. Right <laughs> off the side of the mountain. You know where that red dragon flies? Dinral? Yeah, he flies yeah, down that little canyon. Ravine. Oh, my, oh, my God. I got bitch slapped right off into that ravine. <laughs> Link is tumbling. Every bone in his body is cracking off of rocks as he's falling down. I run out of hearts. I'm about to throw my controller against a wall. And then a little fairy flies out of my pouch. And I'm like, oh my god, yes. <gasps> I hit the ravine. I still lose half the hearts. The fairy even got me back. Like Link's just like, oh my god. And then <laughs> I have to climb all the way back up and I kick that stone talus's ass. I was so pissed off. Oh my I give god. him... I take that... I. I do. I had so many major. I forgot how many major tests of strength shrines there were because those are like the ten of the forty I found. Like major tests of strength. Like what the hell? I have three hearts. So <laughs> I take that ancient battle axe double plus and I smack the shit out of that stone talus and I got two diamonds out of it. So it was worth it. But oh my god! Next close call. I'm in the Hebrew mountains, baby. I'm I'm just I'm hustling. I see a shrine. I hear music and I hear the music change of like what's happening. And it's not a blood moon. It's nothing like that. Lionel pulls three arrows out his back pocket, shoots them <laughs> straight oh, up no. into the sky. <laughs> I freeze. I freeze to death. I die. Another fairy flies out. I hustle right back into the shrine. I'm good. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, this can't be real. I told you, like, you, you have to. I knew for this challenge that you would have to be grinding out fairies and like just holding I, them. I, at this point, I'm out of fairy, so if I die, I die. And I'm in the shrine. <laughs> I beat the shrine. I teleport instantly up out of there because I expect to walk out the shrine. The Lyle's just waiting for me. <laughs> He's like, I know you're in there, and you cannot oh, be in there. No. Oh, my God. I'm, like, shaking. But last close call came this morning. Tyler, just I was doing another major major test of strength shrine. Yeah. You know how when they do, like, they, they launch all the way back, and they do that spin attack? Yeah. So I had Magnesis. I had I pulled up a block to stop it. But that didn't happen. The controller died. Oh, no. So Link is just standing there waiting to get <laughs> cut up to shreds by a spear, an axe, and a sword. And, oh, no. And the game didn't stop for like 10 seconds. Like The switch doesn't register a dead controller for like 10 seconds. So I'm like, oh, my God. This is it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm toast. Like, in, the, in those 10 seconds, Link is getting cut up like a piece of paper. I am knocking batteries out of my DirecTV remote and shoving them things <laughs> into my Power A controller. I'm like, this can't be it. I had literally three quarters of a heart left before when he was done with me. Link looked, Link literally just get ripped to shreds. I had one meat skewer left. I ate that thing. I got out of there alive. And then I, that's the last time I played because I was just having too many close calls for my liking. I gave wow. it a little bit. <laughs> that's surprising. I didn't think you'd have that many close calls. It's just like the most random stuff too. Like I almost got struck by lightning just flying out of the air one time. Just got hit out of nowhere. I, it almost just happened. Like that's how crazy that game is. But um, before wow. we get into news, um, I would like to apologize because I said Fire Emblem 3 has my favorite game of all time. I am here to officially retract that statement because I'm an idiot. 
I will read the text that you yourself sent me. Breath of the Wild is such a masterpiece. And whenever I say, whenever I get back on the Fire Emblems, I know I'm going to. And whenever I get back on it, I'm like, this game is the best game I've ever played. Tyler, please read the text. Yeah, Colby sent me this text. Every time I say Fire Emblem Three Houses is my favorite game ever, say this. Quote, Colby, you're a fucking idiot. You know you like Breath of the Wild better. In fact, I'm telling you this because you told me to make sure you knew Breath of the Wild was better. And it's better. It's 100% better. It's so much better. <laughs> so, yeah, I, sc- I screenshotted that text message, and I'm keeping it in my images. Yeah. All right. But, That's enough about well, us. Hey, there's no, well, there's no like law saying that you can't have two favorite games, right? There's a law for me, and... There's an unspoken law. I'm just here to tell you that Breath of the Wild's better in every way. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, except fair for, enough. Except, except for Claude references, Fire Emblem's got to beat in that. But well, obviously, right. Joe Zija, please come on the podcast. Yes, come on the pod. 2020, we're trying. <laughs> to... Um, all, all right, right. So, are you ready for news? Again, some 2020 news. Yes, I am. I have. Yeah, welcome to the new year, everybody. First yes, of all, welcome glad, to the new glad year. to see you made it. Yes, we're back. We're ready to roll. Here we go. Um, today or literally earlier today is Tuesday the seventh. Correct. Uh, Tuesday, yes. Tuesday 7th. T- this morning, on, you know, I'm just scrolling through Twitter, got out of bed. Um, Nintendo just casually decides to drop, literally out of nowhere, a Pokemon Direct set for Thursday, January 9th. That is correct. Immediately, immediately, everyone's mind went to, oh my god, it's finally happening. We are going to get that Sinnoh remake we have all been dying for. Now, and that is what I thought at first. But. 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 I realized it's going to be about Pokemon Sleep. It's going to be about Pokemon Sleep and Pokemon Home. And I'm so sad. <laughs> I was about that, to say. That, that, that is reality. I think that is what it's going to be about. I don't know how. does it? Did it say how long it was going to be? I didn't read the tweet. 20 there. minutes. 20 okay that's not enough time to that's not i don't think debut i mean they could do a tease but i don't think nintendo's gonna do that so here's an article from ign it says that nintendo has an announcement tweet earlier today that a stream will last roughly 20 minutes will contain new pokemon information presumably this information will include pokemon sword and shield on the nintendo switch and any future plans nintendo has for it okay reasonable i can see yeah i guess we could get Sword and Shield information. I'm not sure what they would. Maybe like five, seven do. minutes of Sword and Shield. That leaves us 13 minutes. Whether there will be announcements regarding other Pokemon games, either on Nintendo's console or other platforms, is unknown. My guess is no. My guess is the only thing they're going to talk about is Home, Sleep, and Sword and Shield, possibly. We do know, yeah. however, that Pokemon is working with Tencent to produce a new Pokemon game. Oh. Wait. What, what I don't was it? What, what's the company that they're working with? Ten cent, literally ten cent. That's T E N cent. Okay, sorry, I thought. Yeah, but company. so and then I said, there's also a new Pokemon anime series set in the Galar region called Pokemon Twilight Wings that is due to air January fifteenth, twenty. Yeah, I saw. I did see a tweet about that. So yeah, that if, interested me. So I know everyone wants it to be. Oh my God, we're going back to the Sinnoh to, to meet that to meet that old bastard Rowan, but we're not Rowan. going to. Not anytime soon, anyway. I was about to say, not anytime soon. 
Pokemon Home and Pokemon Sleep. I still don't even know what it is. I guess we're going to find out more of it. I mean, Pokemon Home is essentially replacing Pokemon Bank. Uh, so that that would allow you to store uh, Pokemon just in a cloud service so you can transfer them up to games or to, or to like more modern games or such and such. I don't so, know exactly how that will work with Pokemon that are incompatible with these new games. But yeah, because there's no, there's no sure national decks. I'm sure so, that's what the direct will anyway. address. Yeah. So. Yeah, and hopefully. Pokemon Sleep, I have no idea what that could like, be. Is it, is it literally just going to track your sleep? Because if so, we have hundreds of apps that do that. So I, hmm. I don't know. Because remember in Unova, maybe this is like an extension of like the dream world. Maybe. Something like that from yeah. Unova. From the yeah. Gen 5 games. And perhaps. another thing is, I don't know if they're going to talk about the anime series because I don't know how much involvement Nintendo actually has with anime. I don't think uh, not yeah, much. I don't. I don't think they're going to talk if about any at all because I don't think they're not. They're not very hands on with that. Like that's more of um, I don't know the companies that make anime. Uh, me neither. Me, but, but that's not. Yeah, that's not Nintendo. I don't think they have. They're not like. It's not direct worthy speaking. No, like, they don't have the. I mean, you never know with Nintendo, but I'm guessing that they're not going to be referencing the anime at all in this. So yeah. For, so the only hope really for Sword for I'm um, not Sword Shield, but Diamond and Pearl remakes is if like the guy waves goodbye at the 18 minute mark, and then we know like something's coming, like Smash Bros. But I just don't see it. As much as I want, as much as I want to believe it, I don't see a scenario in which this direct reveals any sort of information on Sinnoh remakes. No, I, I don't either. But we can always hold our hope. I mean, people can dream, but. Yeah, yeah, that's we can't. Is that all we got on the direct? Pokemon direct. Unless you want to add anything else, I think it's more so just speculation. Yeah, it's all really just speculation. I agree. I, I've, I've been I, looking I for information, but nobody knows. Like that's how. Like yeah, there's no nothing one, like there's no, no rumors knows. or anything. Yeah. Um. All right. So next up, I have here. Um. Apparently, Bayonetta three news will be released. A, a lot of news about Bayonetta three will be released in 2020. That's good. That, yeah, might be I, another, that might be another Switch game I have to pick up because I haven't played any of the other Bayonetta, Bayonetta games. Yeah, same here. Um, let me just get the article back up because I clicked on it at 10 a.m. this morning. So <laughs> it needs to refresh a little bit. But yeah, it was actually you know, it was something nice to see. Um, how, uh, everything we yeah. know about Pokemon Home so far. That's an article that came out three hours ago. Um, I'm not I sure mean, if that's even worth clicking. Probably not. I mean, we're going to know everything in two short days, so. Yeah, okay, I can't. Okay, the Bayonetta 3 article is not loading. but So, yeah, but that's good because, obviously, it's good. It's Bayonetta. It's a big-time franchise. And it it's it says we're getting released on Xbox, too. Really? Yeah, that's what it said. So, it's going to be released on Xbox. So, that means that it's not coming out for another year, probably, because it'll probably be on Xbox Series X. Hmm. That's interesting. So, yeah, but yeah, Bayonetta three, a game we have. Bayonetta is just a game we haven't played. We only know Bayonetta from being in Smash. Um, so yeah, hopefully, as bits and pieces get released along, we will figure out more about it. Mm-hmm. But and uh, then I have the main event right here, the one I really want to talk about. Oh, all right, please go ahead. Okay, so and this is near and dear to your heart, so it might hurt. Okay. Tyler, there's an article I clicked on today, and basically the title of it is, What the Hell is Going On with Metroid Prime 4? 
a question I've asked myself many times. Yes. It it literally has a timeline of information. It has everything that we need to know, and I would like to dive into it and figure out what is going on. Well, personally, before we get into it at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like... I Again, this is another game franchise that I haven't played, but I've been very excited to play i've looked back and at the other games i've watched like videos and i've done my research on them and it's something that i'd really like to play but i never really got around to doing it Mm -hmm. so seeing metroid prime 4 get pushback was very sad but (laughs) such a awful day it's a day that will live on in infamy but it is oh yeah i honestly i don't how recent is this article first of all you know yesterday oh okay well then maybe it has something that i missed maybe it has some news that i'm not aware of but all right well do you want to get into it why don't we jump into it yeah articles on nintendo life if you have interest um so metroid fans have had some up and downs when it comes to nintendo's haunting space-based series but it's been a while since we've seen everyone's favorite bounty hunter outside of smash bros the most recent outing for Galactic Bounty Hunter Samus was 2017's remake of the Game Boy's Metroid 2, The Return of Samus for 3DS. And the year before that, we had an underwhelming spin-off title, Metroid Prime Federation Force. So it looks like we haven't had a Metroid, a good Metroid Prime game in about five years. Like a new one, anyway, not, just, not a remake. Mm. Metroid uh, Prime that... 4 was announced at E3 2017. 2017, that's crazy. That's three years ago already? Literally two and a half, three. By the time, yeah, two and a half years ago. Oh, my God. Okay, so here we go. The story so far. Two and a half years ago at E3, Nintendo released the first look. I watched the video. It's a a 40-second video. It literally just has, it's like space, and it just has the number four pop up. and has Metroid Prime 4, announcing that they're working on development. Yes. So... This was Correct. three months after the Switch had released. This is right when Breath of the Wild hit. Odyssey hits later in the year. Mm-hmm. Switch is the hottest thing on the market right now. So this is right, just right. stock for Nintendo. Just continue to rise. <laughs> Regardless of who was involved, the very existence of the game created caused excitement among the fans. So this is what I want to talk about. I'm not sure how many diehard fans there are of the Metroid series, but regardless... This game was going to be the highest-selling Metroid game ever because it's on the Switch, and that just had brought so many new people, and people were going to be willing to try this. Yeah, like me. like I was totally willing to try this. Yeah, same this here. Out. I'm absolutely going to get this game when it comes out in 2047, but <laughs> um, it was revealed that... Oh, God. Um, Bandai Namco Singapore was working with Nintendo on Metroid Prime 4. I probably butchered that, but Bandai the company Namco. is code... Yes. Yeah. The company has co-developed several Nintendo games, including Mario Kart and Smash Bros. So, mm-hmm. two, pr- two pretty well-renowned franchises, I would say. Yep. Come E3 time, Nintendo made it clear that Metroid Prime's 4 announcement the previous year was a departure from its usual approach fo- on, of focus on near-term stuff and would not be appearing in E3's 2018 Nintendo Direct broadcast. First red flag. Yeah, that, that was a little bit concerning. First red flag. So... That makes no sense to me. You cannot. Why would you release something at an E3 a year prior and just have none of it the year later? I mean, 
it is kind of strange because you got to wonder what state the game was in to where they felt confident that they could make that long-term announcement. But maybe that was around the same exact time where they started to realize that so right now stuff you have wasn't be, working out. It's like, okay, it's not going to show up at E3 2018, but there hasn't been anything to suggest that it won't be on time otherwise. So you're probably still feeling pretty good about it. Well, let's be honest. Like, you said it yourself. Just the 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 confirmation of the game's existence alone generated a ton of internet hype. Yes. Even outside the Metroid fandom. So For people honestly, who only know probably, Samus Smash Bros. It was like, probably they're gonna pick up It was probably a a marketing move, to be honest, to try and generate yeah. even more hype around the Switch to get as much fuel on that rocket as possible. As oh, definitely. Because at the time it was announced, it was 2017. Switch is four months old. Like, it's the hottest thing. It's the hottest gaming console on the market right now at this time. So that's my that's my take of it. But then so you're like, oh, my God, we have we have Zelda, Mario, Mario Kart, Metroid. Like, this can't get any better. Like, <laughs> So, yeah. And then that's where we were for about a year. And then so I guess to- I guess interrupting this timeline here. I guess we can tie this both into a franchise we both hold near and dear. So at E3 last year, obviously, the sequel to Breath of the Wild 2 was announced. Or Breath of the Wild was announced. Sequel to Breath of the Wild. That's true. Do you think we get any more news this year on Breath of the Wild at E3? Or do you think that they're going to pull a Metroid here and be like, you know what, no, we're not going to show anything. We're going to keep our cards in our deck, but everything's going well. Well, I did. I have been joking around, as Colby will no doubt remember, that... I kept saying that Breath of the Wild 2 would come out at the end of 2020. Uh, as, There's only one way that's possible to me. As the weeks drag on, I'm starting to question that that frame of mind myself. Uh, because, you know, I'm already getting just Metroid Prime 4 announcement flashbacks. <laughs> with, yeah. with, with the lack of information that we've been getting. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I I then made the comment that what if Breath of the Wild 2 is going through a Metroid treatment? Like, what if the same thing that happened with Metroid happened to Breath of the Wild? Which doesn't even make... Which I don't think is true, because they showed us, like, a cinematic trailer. Like, with Metroid, we didn't get anything. With Breath of the Wild, we got a full, no, like, render. There was no, there was no game. I rewatched that Breath of the Wild, or not Breath of the Wild, Metroid Prime 4, like, first look. There is just nothing there but It's space. just a P, it's just a PNG zooming out on the screen of the title. But We're with Breath of the Wild 2... Yeah, they're making reaction videos to Breath of the Wild 2's release. Yeah, but like, with Breath of the Wild like, 2, we got, we got a full, a full trailer with a whole cutscene and, like, spliced together cinematic yeah. footage so it's not like it's gonna like restart development like metroid prime 4 apparently has yeah and like even then how often do you think like not just nintendo but how often do you think gaming companies in general like not just delay but like completely scrap development and restart from the beginning this it can't happen that often you wouldn't you don't see that in you, you today's think climate so. no because most triple a publishers and some, of course, being infamously so, will put out unfinished and uh, bug-ridden, and glitch-filled games because they feel rushed. Just they need because they feel like they still need to turn a profit. Like they don't. Because, yeah, they will not de- restart. Not a lot of game companies, like huge level AAA game companies, 
I dare say that not a lot of them would pull the move that Nintendo did. Yeah, because I feel like obviously Nintendo has deadlines, but I feel like they're more lenient with their deadlines just because they know how much these game resonates with how much these games resonate with fans. I mean, I thank God for the people who work in Nintendo because oh my God, they're like the model of what a good game company should be. At least they now, take, yeah. Like now, I yeah. feel like they are starting to perfect their craft. Like if we were talking about this in the Wii U's days, I think they just would have kept going with Metroid Prime. Yeah, it's. But I think they realized that the Switch is just they, the Switch is so much more than probably they could have imagined. Almost like the Wii, because the Wii became the Wii was like an icon when it came out. Right. It's, it was like it was like you have that. That's probably on the Mount Rushmore of gaming consoles is the Wii. Like yeah. for any for anybody. I like, mean, Nintendo is, this... Nintendo is in a really good spot right now. Like, they are yeah, very successful. Like, it's the been said that the they Switch could fail. Is... It's been said that they could fail uh, many, like, a, a, a number of times over and they would still be fine. Yeah. But, obviously, the people at Nintendo aren't content with that. They want to keep growing. Mm-hmm. At least All that's right, so that's what their actions show to me. So, I am, honestly, I think I've said this like the last time we talked about this Mm -hmm. that if it's being delayed for quality purposes then i'm willing to wait as long as it takes all right well that's what we're going to keep going into all right despite its no-show reggie assured us that in july of 2018 that development of metroid prime 4 was proceeding well and clarified that its unusually early arrival was was intended to reassure metroid fans that it will be coming to the switch so that lines up pretty much with what we were saying just to like after Federation Force and like the huge hype that there would have been around a new Metroid Prime game, but only for it to be a spinoff that no one really uh, would was interested in when it was revealed. And they're like mm-hmm. petitions to like, <laughs> I, I forget what they were petitioning for to like redo the game or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Like, with that backlash, I feel like it was appropriate that once this Metroid Prime 4 project started, you know, getting underway for real, to reassure the fans that, hey, it, it, it will exist and it will be coming at some point. And that this is okay. what this is what our, like, a team of people is working on. Like, this is the next Metroid game. You don't have to worry about it, like, being anything else. It is a Metroid Prime, like, sequel. Like, it's, yeah. the, it's the fourth entry in the series. And I don't know if you know this, but Metroid Prime 4, they hired a, they hired a Halo character modeler as its lead artist now. Oh, that was probably, that's yeah, so that's interesting. So I know that obviously, I, obviously in the video that was released, they said that they were getting the original company who worked on yes, the original Metroid Prime yep. games because apparently they weren't on the team for this one. Um, at first. It was Retro Studios in Retro in Studios, United that's correct. So they got them back on and. I guess they have these Halo artists now as well, which is very, it's a very interesting group of people they've assembled for this game, it seems. Yes, it is. But here is, so we'll continue. So a year after the initial reveal, we'd seen absolutely nothing more of Metroid Prime 4 besides a logo. That's probably when people should have started raising a red flag. Of course. But Reggie assured us all was well. He did that in November of 2018. Here's my problem. The development update video which announced that they had scrapped development came out just four months later 
Yes. Reggie Reggie had Reggie had to have known at that point they were having an oh fuck moment. Hmm. That is four true. months is not that's not a long time in, in, for video gaming anyway. It's not a long time. It is not no. So he probably said that everything's well just to buy them more some time and probably like behind the curtain like there's disaster like we cannot keep going with this. We maybe this was maybe he was buying them more time to like. Maybe if they yeah, can retro. salvage maybe they were, it, maybe they had, it. Re- they had retro studios on the phone and they were trying to work out a deal and they were like, Reggie, put something out. Yeah, I don't. You see, that is just what could have went wrong. I don't know. My like the, the, like the writing really curious the, to me is like who. I wonder who like what group of people or what single person rather. Well, either of those options could be a thing, but like who was the person who like actually said stop this is wrong i think it was like i think everyone working on it would look just looked at each other and were like we just can't put this out here i mean it we may never know i know how this i mean works. i'm you know seeing that they hired a new art director i'm assuming the game just looked like shit to what they were thinking maybe and and like maybe like the, like the fact that they had to go back, they were like, "We need the original game developers." Yeah, would, so would here studios be the developers. Yeah, because Nintendo's the publisher. We need yeah, the, yeah. the original team to come and help us. So after this video, job listings started cropping up, indicating that Retro would be starting from scratch rather than using any work already done by Bandai Namco. In June, Retro was still seeking an art director for the project, which they. Kyle Heffley reported joined the studio in October. That's the Halo guy. Yeah. Okay. Presumably so they had to like on fill Metroid in Prime spot. Four, although that remains unconfirmed. He's definitely working on it. He's definitely working on it. A recent rumor that environmental work on the game might be outsourced to external providers in order to make up for lost time. That's a red flag to me. So even though they're restarting development, they're still they might still rush it. Exactly, which is why that's a red flag to me. See, like that, I feel like that misses the point. Indicates that there's still a long way to go with development of Metroid Prime 4. Like, I feel like, again, I feel like that kind of just like puts them back at where they were. Because if they restart development, but also rush the new people it's, that they bring you're, on, you're, you're right back to where you were. You're, you're going to come right back to where you were, yeah. So, so that's what, what's confirmed. I'll sum it up. What's confirmed is nothing. We know nothing about this game except that they do, it, it exists. What are people speculating? Here's a part of it. Um, a, a leak came out that believed a Super Metroid remake and an HD update of Metroid Prime Trilogy are in development in addition to Metroid Prime 4. That's three Metroid games at once? Like, what? People have been speculating about the Metroid Prime like Trilogy remastered for a little bit now. I have seen talk of that. But so as, far as, Super, Prime Trilogy as far as the Super like, Metroid remaster, I I don't know if I'd see that happening. The SNES original is a classic which holds up marvelously in 2020. So here's what here's my thinking. So I guess Super, Super Metroid must be the remake on the SNES. Is Metroid? Hold on, we have the SNES classic on the Switch, right? Or like the SNES yeah, library? I think it. it, it yeah. Is Metroid is Super Metroid on there? No, but I have a remastered SNES and Super Metroid is on there. Oh, like you have the um 
SNES. Yeah, I have the rem- yeah, SNES Remastered. SNES I'm Mini gonna, or uh, whatever it's called. Yeah, yes, I do. But so here's mm-hmm. my thing. Is Super Metroid just going to be a Link's Awakening like as in it's just a placeholder for Metroid fans or like it what like Link's Awakening was for Zelda fans? It could be, yeah. But like why make 3 games at once when the one game that is the most important of those 3 without a doubt is already behind the eight ball and they're already like and they're already making it external like the publishers which makes me feel like they're rushing it i think this this article is like somewhat accurate it just seems like they're fumbling this in so many ways yeah i i honestly don't know what to think now i don't i'm really worried now obviously this isn't like uh, this is all speculation of course yes but still like like, what are you doing? Like, Reggie's not there anymore, right? Reggie is no longer a part of Nintendo of America, though. So, so the head guy, I'm sure he had a lot. I'm sure he had a lot of hands-on stuff with this. He was the one making the announcements. Like, he it's obviously Bowser. he wasn't like. It's Doug yeah, Bowser. Ob- yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, he's the new guy. But I don't like. So See, Reggie I don't leaves. think that we know a lot about Nintendo. Like, even though like we know fair amount about the company i don't think it's a lot of like public knowledge about the actual inner workings of yeah the game development that goes into nintendo games i just think uh, there's a lot to be worried about when it comes to this game as of is right now because reggie leaves doug bowser and if he wants to put the game in a different direction that sets him even more back which could be well, why think, they're trying like, to push it out there to other people i'm not sure if like uh doug because I don't think Doug Bowser or Reggie really had like a lot of that say. Could, yeah, I, I, I just, that could be completely wrong because they could have nothing to do with this game. They could just be the head of it or like just the face, like a figurehead. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's all strange to me. I don't know exactly how hi- how the hierarchy works or how, again, the inner workings of the development of these games. I'm not sure what what all parts people have to play in them, but. It's it's strange. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I guess what we get out of this is that there are things to be concerned about, and we also know nothing. So are you ready for my grand? I'm gonna tie this all back into something. You ready for my hypothesis now after reading all that? I'm ready. Metroid Prime Four will be the launch game on the Nintendo Switch Pro. Nintendo Switch Pro, huh? It will be the it will be the launch game on the more advanced version of the Nintendo Switch, yes. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. It's, it lines up almost perfectly for it. So it says, I, I'm not sure how much I believe, it says that they're planning on releasing this new model in 2020. So hmm. if that's true, then... Well, you said was wrong. where do you think that puts Breath of the Wild 2? I, I know you're very vocal that it's not coming out this year. I am. Even if we get a trailer at E3, like an actual game trailer, like I, th- I still think it'll be around the same time as Breath of the Wild did, but in 2021. So it was like March 3rd, I think. But there's no doubt. So here, um... Dr. Serkin Toto, CEO of Game Industry Consultant, Canton, Canton Games, said he he said he said there's no doubt in his mind Nintendo will launch a Switch Pro in 2020. 
especially after the summer holidays, to counter PS5 and next-gen Xbox. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true either. I don't think there's any rush for them to compete with PS5 and Xbox. Because, well, isn't, like, the, the Switch is the equivalent of the Xbox One and the PS4. It's in that console generation. PS4 and Xbox One were, like, 2013. Switch was 2017. Oh, yeah, no. But, yeah, so it's staggered. So why would you... Yeah, Nintendo all, Nintendo has staggered their... um their console generations i think which has i I feel like that has hurt them in the past but yeah we've talked about this a lot like as far as third party goes nintendo has to have plenty of money to be okay with not competing with ps5 or xbox next gen because whatever console they put out there is going to sell so that's why i'm yeah that's why i'm thinking like we always say a good console is determined by its games well why well why not kick off switch pro in 2021 or 2022 with Metroid Prime 4, like the game that everyone has just been dying to play, it got delayed. It's going to have a super high bar because it got delayed. And maybe even like, okay, maybe Metroid Prime 4 is not ready. Breath of the Wild 2. I was about to say It that. just seems to make the most sense. That's a very, that's a very interesting thought. So It's just going to be interesting because the, the market and the competitiveness in this game industry is, it's, it's kind of unique among other industries in this world uh where timing is very much key and there are there's a console itself and its features along with the games that third parties provide for it as well as the first party games that are provided specifically by the company that makes consoles there's a lot of moving pieces in this in this competitive field of like consoles and video games and all that sort of stuff and this sort of subsection of entertainment and it's kind of hard to wrap your head around a lot it is it's kind of hard to find consistent patterns in some things like you know there might be a, a consistent like uh aspect at one point but there's no reason that it couldn't be completely changed at some other point yeah like obviously it's kind of like established that xbox and ps4 are direct competitors and they both release their consoles around the same time uh, but then you have Nintendo is kind of a wild card in that area. Mm-hmm. But then they always they Nintendo pretty much has both of those beat with the sheer amount of exclusives that they have, as well as quality, arguably for us at least. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's just a a real mind boggling issue sometimes. All right, so here we go. I have an article right here um nintendo uh, a history of nintendo launch titles so here we go um 1985 the nes super mario bros super mario bros obviously 1989 game boy super mario land super nintendo super mario world um the virtual what the hell's the virtual boy that game Boy. oh the virtual boy that was a that was a failure of nintendo's okay so scrap that because mario tennis was their release they just failed from the start 64 mario 64 like just Obviously. sensing a trend here like <laughs> so game boy color was pocket bomberman game boy color is a success um yeah, game, game boy, boy advance game boy advance super mario advance um f-zero games like that yeah september 20 2001 gamecube um super monkey ball luigi's mansion so not like a top tier gamecube was also kind of considered a 
a failure as opposed to like other Nintendo consoles. And the and also this was in the era of Xbox, the original Xbox, I think. And PS, yeah, PS One and, and Xbox, and original, original Xbox. And like a, you know, PlayStation had like Crash mm-hmm. Bandicoot. Xbox had Halo, and it that was yeah. huge. So Nintendo kind of had kind of was below the bar in that generation. Yeah, so Nintendo GameCube, not really anything premiere right out of the gate, but we do know they followed it up with Wind Waker. Um, I was about to say, we have Wind Waker, Melee, Double Dash. Melee, Double Dash. What was the Mario game for? Was there a Mario game for GameCube or just... Sunshine, Sunshine. Sunshine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, Nintendo DS, Super Mario 64 DS, perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Of course. And then it only has up to 2006, which is weird, but um, 2006 Then, of course, we know the Wii. Twilight Princess. That was oh, the yeah. launch title. Was that a launch title? That was a launch title. Really? Wow. Yep. And then we know that was what was we use? Like what was we? I didn't play Wii U. What was we use launch title? Super Mario Bros. U. I'll check. But we do know that Switch Breath of the Wild. Breath of the um, Wild, of course. Wii U launch titles. Here we go. Oh, but Super Mario Bros. U. Like, yep. Then this then this discussion goes into like is would the Nintendo Switch Pro be considered a separate console? If the Wii U is a separate console from the Wii, I think it'd have to be, right? I mean, I suppose, yeah. I I see no reason why it couldn't be considered a separate console. But what new features would it add to warrant that? Well, Tyler, thankfully I'm googling that right now. Oh <laughs> my god, we're so in sync. Uh, oh. God incredible um because like would, switch pro maybe like it's so 20. it's so quick to be okay. releasing a whole new four hours ago from ign oh wow um thank you ign very cool yes thank you very cool new reports have once again revived rumors that a more powerful switch a switch model could be released in 2020 however while release year is still up in the air reports have suggested the existence of a pro model since last year um hmm. i need to know what would what would entice me to buy this because the switch light was just the switch without the actual switch part of it so yeah a new switch model was previously reported by takashi somebody of the wall street journal back in 2019 of august they reported nintendo has ideas model? nintendo has ideas for further updates to the switch lineup after switch and switch light to make the platform's life cycle long we talked about that on episode three how how long can nintendo get use out of the switch we're, we've been on this for a while, apparently. Wait, how? Um, what's up? So I'm, I'm just trying to picture in my mind what other Switch variants would look like. I feel like we already <laughs> talked about this in a previous episode. Like, what could they do to change this? Analysts are somewhat mixed on the whether there will be a new Switch model in 2020, let alone a more powerful Pro model. He has used the same quote I already said that the doctor said there's no doubt in his mind there will be one. The likely the, um, another analysis another analyst like Piers Harding rolls of the IHS Market Technology that sounds very professional so I'm gonna take that. <laughs> that sounds very professional. The likelihood of a higher end switch in 2020 has significantly diminished since the launch of an improved flagship switch and switch light. Yeah, there's no rush for this. So I agree with this guy. See, my question is, would this new pro switch model be more akin to a new 
console, as in Xbox One, the Xbox Series X, or would this be more be akin to like an upgraded version, like Xbox One to Xbox One S? I think it'd be more like that because there's nothing I have. There's no news or any articles on what the Pro would bring to the table that the Switch already doesn't. Yeah, I'm just trying to like think of what other features they could add besides like internal things like maybe better performance or better yeah, like battery life, etc. Better graphics, yeah, stuff like that. Many analysts and reports seem to agree Nintendo wants to release refreshed versions of the Switch to keep the console cycle going, but as for the specifics for like release year, whether or not it will indeed be a pro model are still unclear. Because like, I don't know if I want to E3 work over that money guess. for a new Switch, you know? We didn't for the Switch Lite. So I'm gonna need some real. I'm gonna need some real convincing to get a completely new. I'm gonna just get a new model of this. Like, right, right. And cl- the Switch Lite, I think, sold well. Um, I think it sold pretty well. I mean, I think it sold well to its audience. Like we talked about it, people. It's mainly for people who are mostly on the go than at home. Yeah. So, and I think it sold to that audience well. Um, like if I, if I knew that I would be playing. I probably should have thought of this ahead of time, but if I... Well, obviously, I didn't know the Switch Lite existed then. But if the Switch Lite did exist at the time of, like, when I would have gotten my first Switch, I pro- I might have gotten the Switch Lite over the Switch, knowing that I would be at college without without a TV. Mm-hmm. But, of course, having that option is always nice and another aspect to consider. So I, I don't okay, regret so getting the Switch. This is from November 1st. This is the earliest I can get it um nintendo's third quarter earnings are out i'm guessing that was because it's i'm guessing their last quarter is november december something like that i don't know the exacts um the company sold 4.8 million switch consoles between july and september that's a lot of switches a year-on-year increase of just over 50 percent the third quarter the quarter also saw the release of the switch Lite, a new held a new handheld blah 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 um, the light sold 1.85 million units, while the regular Switch, which got a new version with a better battery life, sold 2.85. So 1.85 million is the hmm. best we got. And Fire Emblem and Link's Awakening were the top two selling games for that. So, um, all right, all right. I'm not sure because the Switch right now is like Nintendo's Mona Lisa, as great as we was, and it was great. It, it was great, <laughs> but like. It- they're almost finding they, they almost can't find a way to outdo themselves. As far as it's, this console goes. Like yeah, okay, better it, battery life, better graphics, fat better hardware. What else are you bringing to the table? Like yeah, you rein you reinvent you learned from your mistakes with the Wii U and you gave us something really incredible. But mm-hmm. I guess I'm just not sure how they could you know, add to it, you know? I don't know. Like, in a way that would be marketable, I suppose. Now, don't get this is, a, this, is, this is a fantastic problem to have if you're a Nintendo. I, I like, suppose it is. Like, it's a great problem to have. You but, have like, something so good. How do you make it but, better? Yeah, but then again, you don't want to put something out there that won't sell, and clearly it will. It'll sell, but it won't sell to their expectations. It's, it's a very uncertain. It's starting to become a very uncertain time. Like, Not we'll necessarily pro- in a bad way, but just. What's gonna happen next? You know. Yeah. Will there be separate? Will there be separate games that are built for the Pro? Are they gonna be backward compatible? Like. I feel like they would shoot themselves in the foot if they made them not backwards compatible, or even if oh, they yeah, made I agree. separate 
separately yeah. compatible. Yeah, I don't. 2022, like this year, like what? It just doesn't make sense. I think it makes more sense. March it all 3rd. comes down to what do they have time to make? Like, what is the time frame for these projects? I think the Switch Lite bought them a lot of time as far as a new console goes. I suppose that's true. But, again, this is just an upgraded version of this console, right? This, yeah, it's really called Nintendo Switch Pro. How much... Is this... Are they intending for this to also, like, compete with these new consoles? That's what the so article that, said. So it that says means the Switch would technically have competed with two whole generations of consoles. Yeah, which doesn't seem to add up because I don't want this to be rushed either. We're talking about Metroid. Don't make it rushed. Don't make this rushed either. They're not. There's no. There's no. I don't know how much of a competition they're actually in with PS5 and Xbox because the two the two of them are so different. Yeah, we're almost to like a point where Nintendo's it's almost. Its own separate entity in the game. Oh, yeah, market. its own entity. I was just about to say that. Like, even more like, so than it has been in years past. Like, I think it's fair to say, of the three, Nintendo's the most global of the three right. consoles. I, I'd say so. It, uh, if not, then it's... Right, it, if not, then it's, it hangs in the balance with them. It, it's, getting, like, it's getting there. But, like, for the states, it is not the most popular console here by any means. PS5 and Xbox One, like... As far as pop- PS4 and Xbox One, as far as popularity goes, definitely out outs the Switch. Not by much. I mean, much, the Switch is increasing. Like I yes, I, I've noticed in my own life and the people around me that they are there's an increasing interest in the Switch, yes. which is good. But yeah, no, I think it's still way out, like overshadowed by the other consoles in terms of popularity, at least here in good old America. Yeah, whereas like Japan probably just dominates the market when it comes to switch oh yeah probably yeah but like that but you don't have to release a new console release games like that's what like yeah I feel like, there's no I, rush maybe to that's really where play. maybe no maybe that's where the rush for metroid prime 4 is um perhaps yeah like maybe that's like, where it is it's very uncertain like we're talking about they might be diverting so many resources in so many different directions or they could not be doing that at all the, the, most no, of this is just no. speculation, but like we're hungry for news. Like there, there's just not a huge influx of news, really. Like we haven't gotten any meaningful Metroid Prime Four, like good Metroid Prime Four news, in almost three years. Like we have barely any news on that. Bayonetta Three was announced, and we don't really have a whole lot of news on that. We're projected to get news this year, but that's still again, that's just a projection. That's just speculation. Breath of the Wild Two news we still don't get. We still have uh, DLC Five for Smash Bros. Mario's dead. Like there's Mario's no news dead. on Mario. He is. He must be trapped somewhere because ever since Odyssey, he has vanished from the world. But yeah, we have. Well, didn't we? Didn't we? We came across some leaks, alleged leaks for a Nintendo Direct coming this January. Yeah, I have the screenshots if you want. Um, right now, if you don't want to be spo- if you don't want potential spoilers for the next Direct, um, skip a. I'll I'll put a timestamp in here. Um, like the description or like at the beginning. Yeah, I'll put I'll put yeah, I'll put a timestamp in right here. To avoid spoilers for a potential Nintendo Direct, skip to the one hour, seven minute mark. One hour, seven minute mark. <laughs> All right, so. Okay. Spoilers are out. Um, this, was, this was last week. 
there's no yeah it says nintendo direct mini here it is to kick off a new decade of gaming nintendo will stream nintendo direct mini within the first week of january that's a, oh, there's, a pokemon direct. there's a pokemon direct but there's no just nintendo direct yeah. mario golf for the switch wait did the leak I mean, say some, that it'll follow a pokemon direct no okay that's why i think this is not true because there's a pokemon direct but not just a nintendo direct mini yeah there, has there ever been two nintendo directs in a month I don't know, but if this is a mini, then it could. They're, it's very flexible. Uh, yeah. I don't see why there couldn't be, but continue. Okay, so as far as games go, Mario Go Mario Golf Switch. The name is not final. A very new inst- a new installment of Mario Golf is coming around summer of 2020, much like Mario Tennis Aces has a story mode and characters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brain Age, Nintendo Switch training, North American release confirmed, Western version of a stylus bundle. Hmm. April oh, 3rd, 2020. Okay. SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for the Bikini Bottom, rehydrated, slated for summer of 2020. Dude, I will buy that if that's real. This is where this is where I kind of lose. This is where I kind of like, what? Yeah, yeah. Fire Emblem Warriors is getting a DLC projected. Like, See, hmm. I don't think that's too uh, after, outlandish. No, after I... I listened to your part of this. I'm like, okay, it's not crazy, but still, it's like Fire Emblem Warriors. Like, why not just focus on the latest Fire Emblem game? That is I was about to say, I'm going to say, I don't think that that's a good decision because I don't think that's going to be worth buying all of Fire Emblem Warriors for. Mm-hmm. Like, if they add, like, uh. Edelgard and Byleth and that's it, I don't think that's going to renew interest in the game or get any yeah, more. We talked, like, yeah, we talked, any yeah, we talked about this. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors barely got one million how much more are you going to get by adding this yeah not even so probably like, not even that's 100%. also where i kind of raise the eyebrow and the legitimacy of this leak that we found animal crossing new horizons amiibo support similar to new leaf scam particular figure and a new character okay um if there's no news besides that that's kind of reasonable because it's coming out in two months so yeah yeah Okay, Pokemon Home. The service will come out February 21st. Downloading it within the first month will gift you a Gigantamax male medal for Sword and Shield. Now, again, the fact that this is supposed... this is They're like, hey, this is in the Direct and not its own separate Pokemon Direct makes me skeptical as well. I think this has already been confirmed. Correct me if I'm wrong. Shinemu 1 and 2, both games are being poured to Switch in Spring 2020. Both games will fit on one cartridge. I think that's been confirmed. Has it? I, think. I don't remember hearing that at all. Okay, moving along. Okay, never mind. It's just... Um, okay, here we go. Um, and then Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. The last character of the Fighters Pass is finally revealed to be Travis Touchdown from No More Heroes Winter of 2020. That's where you're that, that is where I really don't think it's going to happen. I just don't see that, you know? Like No... There's so much hype around it, too. If they release him, I think people will be like, oh, my God, what? It's... I don't... I'm conflicted on that. Because, obviously, you'd want, like, some huge big character to round off this first set of DLC. Because we already know more DLC is coming. Like Minecraft Steve. Like, somebody of that magnitude. (laughs) Minecraft Steve. Like love him uh, or hate him, he's a he's a big figure. That's somebody who'll definitely draw in DLC. I mean, I, I mean, I hope they. It'd be. I hope it's an indie game character because I feel like they need that, and 
obviously it could be Minecraft Steve or Steve could be a sword fighter skin, which I think he would fit better in, in my opinion. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. like almost like um, Sans. Like I had no idea who Terry was when he was announced, but I still liked his inclusion because mm-hmm. of, you know, he's kind of a legacy character. Uh, and obviously he's a third party uh, person. And that seems yeah. to be the that seems to be the theme. Is, as well on, as is, Joker, is Travis third per- party? He, Travis is third party, right? Like he technically falls so. into yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I'll look so quick, so yeah, then I guess then I guess he could he meets that criteria because obviously we have Joker and and Terry and Banjo and he's from uh, No More Heroes. Yeah, from No More Heroes. I knew about him a little bit, but I think that I don't think he was exclusively on the Switch. Uh, so I think he is a he's technically a third party char- like a guest character. Yeah. So yeah, that would just fit the that would just fit the mold, that, I guess, for this that DLC would fit the pack. mold as well. No, obviously, not as highly demanded as a whole bunch of other characters that the fans have been. Mm-hmm ravenous for to get into this yeah. game but i don't like think i'd i don't think i'd be super like mad about it but i just feel like that just seems like a reason i just have that seems like a, a safe play seems like a safe play to add like, yes because i think he's well known enough i think people would be like oh that's cool but like I feel like Nintendo's just going for a single here to take us into the second DLC pack because they already said there's going to be a second one. There's going to be more characters say, added beyond this one. Because No More Heroes Three is coming out. Like we saw that at the Game Awards, which is uh, why, which maybe, is why maybe, I'm starting to believe this a little bit more and more. I was about to say maybe that's it'd be like maybe that's the tie-in for that game. Yeah, maybe that's the tie-in. Who I knows? don't know. For some reason, it just doesn't. I can see it, but also simultaneously not see it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, it doesn't sit super right with me, but I can still see it happening. And I can I can see myself enjoying the character, obviously. I mean, Sakurai's going to make that video, and I'm going to watch it all, like, all very intently because it is Sakurai. I know he would, and I'm full confident that he'll put the character in beautifully and fit to form and be a good addition to Smash, but... yeah. I don't know that combined with the other stuff in this in this like leak make me think that it's not happening. And also that fact that they say it's a mini direct. Would they really reveal the last character in the DLC in a mini direct? No, no way. No so, chance. There's also no chance Fire Emblem Warriors gets a DLC pack. No way. So there's yeah, already a that, DLC that, for Three Houses coming out in April, which I'm very much looking forward to. But there's no way they're going to put two DLC packs in a four-month span for Fire Emblem games. No way. No. But that's our thoughts on that leak. For all we know, it could be complete horse crap. But yes. Like, we didn't we didn't put too much uh, effort into researching the leaker themselves. No, uh, we, we didn't. We just saw it. I just saw it on Twitter and grabbed about. it. Uh, but yeah, as of right now, we have no confirmed date for a direct this month besides the pokemon specific one coming in just two days which is going to be the most disappointing direct anyone's ever watched uh it may not be super action packed or exciting because Uh -uh. 
there's no way in a thousand years that Pokemon is getting DLC. <laughs> no. Like, no that is... I feel like that is a complete, like, 0% chance. It'd be way too long to put into this episode, so we can probably just put it put in. Put it in. Put it in? Yes, it's been... It's been literally, like, three weeks I'm doing an episode. We need to make this one good. Well, I feel like we have two things to talk about still. All right. Well, one one is for me personally, and one's kind of for both of us. Okay. I was going to talk about some Star Wars stuff, and then I thought we were going to talk about a certain show that just came back into our lives. uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, how could we forget? Go ahead, please. Floor is yours. Star Wars. Take it away. Okay. uh, I feel like I... I posted, uh, or th- I had talked about in a previous episode that I w- that I had watched, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that was our last episode. I mentioned that we. Talked okay, about I'm that. not putting a spoiler warning in that I did last. So if you haven't seen it at this point yet, that's on you. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not really gonna talk about spoilers. I was just gonna say how I'm kind of in a Star Wars depression. <laughs> okay, um, explain. Because you know. It's, Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is now over, mm-hmm. and the ending didn't really satisfy me, like the movie. Like, it was fun, but it left me want. It just left me wanting something better. Maybe in a future episode, I will talk about all the ways that I've, that I've thought of that I wish that this last film went, because for some reason, I cannot get off the, like, I cannot get off this film. Like, I've been thinking about alternate, like, endings and scenes that they could have added and such there's been a lot of drama around it so i'm not going to get into that now but did you see the I watched, there's like there's an entirely separate version of the movie i i heard that the the abrams lucas yeah. cut or something. i i don't know i just feel like it's over and i'm just sad so i, I binged the whole mandalorian series and now that's over so i was like well now i'm still sad show I, rocks oh it was so sick and the ending as a person who watched the clone wars the ending was Oh, so good. There was so much detail. Season two, baby. Season two's going to be so good. Dave Filoni is a madman. Thank you for employing him on the show. Speaking of which, Clone Wars Season 7 is coming to Disney Plus in February. Ugh. I'm so excited. That is the one thing that is keeping me going. But... They're trying to make for this train wreck. Yes. I have been... In the wake of this, I have been trying out a lot of Star Wars games, old and new. Uh... To try to fill the void, honestly. This movie really just left you in a, a bad state when it comes to Star Wars, didn't it? Uh, for me personally, yes, it did. Do uh, you like The Last Jedi better? No. You think this one's better than The Last I, Jedi? I I've been looking back on the whole sequel trilogy and looking what I what I appreciate in film in like these films and what I don't appreciate in these films. And maybe in a separate episode, I will ramble on about all of those aspects like there are things in every movie that i can say that i like and things that i don't like and i personally the last jedi isn't for me uh maybe not like as a standalone movie i can i have a good time with it but knowing what it kind of did and interrupted in this whole trilogy it, it it just leaves it in a sour spot for me and I partially blame Disney for that because this whole multiple director thing shouldn't have even been a thing in the first place. Oh yeah, no, that's definitely uh, that's definitely something that can't happen. You need to be but, consistent. Yeah, like I said, 
I've been playing some Star Wars games to fill the void. I got Jedi Knight, uh, what was it, Jedi Outcast on the yeah. Switch. Uh, old order. game, definitely shows its age, but it's fun. Uh, I've been playing Fallen Order a lot, much to my brother's dismay, because I'm farther in the game than him, and I keep getting all the achievements. Um... <laughs> uh, I have been playing Republic Commando, another older game. Oh little... shit! You just depressed me, boy. A little, a little grittier, uh, a little harder than some Star Wars games, but you know it. It's fun. So that's those are some other games that I've been playing over this holiday season uh, to try and just feed the Star Wars hunger that I have. Uh. So that was all I wanted to talk about there. Again, as I've said, maybe I'll elaborate more in the future if we have like a dedicated maybe like movie episode or something like that. Since we're both pretty invested in Star Wars, at least in certain certain parts of our lives. But good understanding of it. I've seen. I feel like now, Mister. Oh my god! Oh my god! We must talk about one last thing. But certainly not least, (laughs) this. This show, we have not talked about at all in this podcast, and in fact, you guys may be surprised about this show, and it is uh, the one and only The Bachelor is back, Oh my, my friends. god, my favorite TV show. I have had a complicated history with this TV show, but Colby <sighs> ultimately turned me over to this new side, and now... I watched the entire three-hour preview, la- or the entire uh, three-hour premiere last night, and I'm now just Dude, this so ready for the be next. So good! Oh, there's gonna be so much drama. Now Fate's watching it too. My girlfriend oh my has joined God. the bandwagon as well. Dude, I literally had a. I was at a. I was really at my. I was at Paisley's house for a viewing party yesterday. <laughs> I need to hang on. So. Oh yeah, you have the thing. Paisley made this. This is completely all him. He made this thing called The Bachelor Season Twenty Four Predictions. We have superlatives. We have see, We have episode by episode predictions. Oh my god. We have final predictions. It is insane. So he went hard on this. Oh my god, he did. Some of the superlatives are um, Miss Crimea River. Um, <laughs> Satan is literally a superlative. Uh, the co-pilot, the single fact that this person works in or around planes will carry them much further in the show than they deserve. There are several of those, actually. And the one I picked got bounced first row ceremony. Oh, no. Who? Uh, this contestant leaves after the first week. We forget who she is. Then at Women Tell All, she tries to make a name for herself in order to make on this season of Bachelor in Paradise. So far, um, there have been probably two of those. We have... Dean's bus driver. This contestant sticks around for a while, but then Pete will find out they have no, they do nothing for a living and have no source of income. <laughs> wow. Week one superlatives. In costume, this, this this contestant comes out of limbo in something other than a dress and leaves the impression on all of Bachelor Nation. I got this one right. I picked Madison for this. She came in a paper airplane. Oh, I was going to say windmill girl. No. So they made a lot of jokes about him. About Yeah, there are so many monster hog but stop it <laughs> but yeah so um winners i have madison i think i pretty goes pretty well after last night she oh kinda, my god that stole the show she just family already are you this is huge i tweeted that i'm like night one what <laughs> like he he invited her 
to see his parents renew their vows. Like, that's pretty huge. Will Peter get down on one knee? I said yes. Will she say yes? I also said yes. Uh, my runner-up is Hannah Ann, kind of the villain. Oh, yeah. She's kind of making herself out to be a, a little bit on the dark side here. Oh, McKenna's definitely way worse because she was throwing paper airplanes. Oh, yeah, no, at... McKenna's, no, but she's not the main, like, Hannah Ann is calculating. She knows what she's doing. McKenna yeah, is, like, like, the a, one-off, like, villain. side arc villain. She's a good villain. But um, And then my third place, I have Hannah B. My picks. Hannah B. Saga. I don't even want to talk about Hannah B. She will not go away. <laughs> she was on Colton season. Didn't get it. She had. She was literally the Bachelorette. I hated. I hated her. Thirty guys. Season. I did not even watch the Bachelorette because she was the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And now she's I back. When I thought I could enjoy my life again, but no, she's back to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's Hannah B. Something, and that three-hour premiere was awesome. It's that so three-hour cool. premiere was very suspense-filled. It was so good. But and here's the thing, don't... like. I don't think that she's officially even going to join the house even the next episode. Yeah, I don't know. I think because it, the girls are like, thre- I feel like the other girls are like threatening her that if she comes back, there will be consequences. So I don't, I don't know when she'll officially join back because she's obviously going to join back at some point, right? She, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, it's one thing for her to give Pete, Peter's wings back. It's like, oh, that's sweet. Now he's on his own journey. When she came back later in the episode, I'm like, okay, she's definitely. Okay, she, she's, she's not going anywhere. But my picks, obviously this isn't who I think is going to win, but this is who I hope goes far. Um, well, okay, first of all, Kelly's making it, like, to the end. I guarantee it. Yeah, definitely. Like, I... Shooing for a Final Four spot. Like, my, my mom and I were like, oh, she's cool, but then she... One, we said this about Hannah Ann, too. Like, we thought they were both cool, but then they started, like, stealing him from the other, like, girls' mm-hmm. times. They were like... Okay, so yeah. Kelly's making Not it far. Alea, I think, is her name? The one who had the letter from yes. her grandmother at the yes. beginning? Very I first girl she, out. Like, she made a good first impression on me. I think she'll be she'll make it decently far, but unfortunately, I don't think that she'll go too far. No, same. Um, who was the other one? You had it right on the dot with Victoria F. Uh, getting the last rose in the first set. You had it right on the dot. I've been here once or twice. Like okay. I knew, I knew that they were building her up to go home a lot, so I think that they were going to pull a fast one on us. But speaking of Victoria, I think Victoria P will make it decently far, like Alea. Yeah. But I also don't, unfortunately, I also don't think that she'll make it super far. Mm-hmm. I, but yeah, those I are my first. Those are my first impressions of this season. Those are Tyler's first impression roses. So congratulations uh, to all the girls that won one. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, I know this is a bit of a different section than you guys are oh, used to, but... But this isn't the last of it, you'll hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Colby, you, this podcast might be a perfect outlet for you to help me out here because... Okay. I can't watch The Bachelor while I'm at college. I don't have a TV. You can stream it the next day on ABC. You can stream the next day on abc.com, but yeah, I'll gladly recap it. Absolutely. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> this will be a, this could be a, a new weekly section for us. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Now, <laughs> I, I know some of you may out there may be rolling your eyes at us like, talking about this show. You guys might hate love, but we're here to bring it to but you. But 
I'm telling you, once you learn to appreciate the reality TV-ness, in massive air quotes, of yeah. this show, you can appreciate it for just the sheer amount of entertainment quality it brings. My tweet was so fire. It was uh, Hanabi <laughs> coming back on to the show, and it, he just posts... He just posted a video of the Rogue One Darth Vader scene. Slaughtering everybody. Slaughtering everybody. <laughs> oh my god. I wa- I'm like, this tweet's so perfect. But alright, um, that'll that's gonna do it for Bachelor Talk. That's probably gonna do it for this episode. I was about to say, I I have nothing else to do. Um we will say do, you, do what do you want to do about meme meme dream team? Because we record going. I think I, it was a late it was it was late it was a late um ask today so say, let me see well, if well, I, got, I still only have one <laughs> we're gonna keep going obviously but i mean it was a late ask we asked it like eight hours ago so we'll we'll do it a couple of days in advance next time yeah so we will do it uh we'll, we'll do, do it next, yeah i was about to say week. uh we will do it next week uh if we decide to do a different question uh we'll record this question and its answer so that the people who responded get a chance to show their answers but uh this episode has gone on pretty long obviously uh, you can call this the uh, the season two switch it up premiere. Uh, yeah, I guess we can season two. Se- season two, let's go. New year and on that. New on us. that note, um, thank you everyone for listening to the first episode of 2020. Um, if you haven't, uh, if you're on Apple, subscribe and leave a rating and just spread the word. Um, we're hoping to make we're hoping to expand our reach this year. That's our goal personally. You everyone's goals for 2020. Our goal is to obviously broaden our horizons and hopefully get into more stuff the podcast does well we're not going to force anything we're obviously just going to take our time with it what co- what comes we'll take but right, hopefully right. we can keep this going because we both really enjoy this and we love doing this once a week for you guys so because yeah, gaming mean, gaming's our escape in a way from reality so and i'm sure a lot of you guys is too but so we just want to keep this going so thank you for listening again uh can I just say? Can I just say? Yes, absolutely. You can say. You guys are. I was. I wasn't sure what to expect. <laughs> I wasn't Tyler's sure what to ex- was ramshackled today. <laughs> I wasn't sure what to expect. Our our listenership, I suppose you'd call it, to be over this over this break over this hiatus that we did. I didn't know how it was going to affect. Yeah, we uh, were like two and a half for a while. But. I, I, I knew that obviously, you know, as time goes on, as the podcast just exists for longer, more people will stumble onto our episodes and we'll get more listens that way. But this was just so much more than I was expecting, guys. <laughs> like, oh my God. We are almost, we are nearing the quad digit mark of total plays. Like, we're at over 900 total plays right now. We have five five star ratings on Apple Podcasts. And you guys, for some reason, will not stop watching episode 13. It has 74 plays. <laughs> episode 1 is 75. 74, yeah, that's a lot. The Breath like, of the Wild video. Queen, the Breath the of the Wild episodes Queen do well. Epi- <laughs> Sorry, I keep interrupting you. No, that's fine. I was saying the Breath of the Wild episodes do well. Basically, all of our episodes, we, we try to do something different every episode. We don't try to talk about the same thing. But, yeah, obviously you guys have your taste, and that's fine. We'll figure it out as we go. Like, the gap between, like, episode <laughs> 1 and 13 and, like, the rest of them is pretty huge. Yeah, we have, like, 75, 74, then, like, And then 50. 58 is the next closest. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of funny if you look it, at like, it. Like, it's pretty funny to see. Uh, I want to see how many countries we actually have on here now. One, two, three, four. Five. 10% of our listeners are international. 10. 
10 different countries you guys have listened in on on the podcast that's just crazy yeah, honestly that's wild it's it's crazy. I, I never would have expected yeah about nine ten-ish percent of people are from outside of the states so thank you all thank so you much all. for tuning in wherever you may be from where we're recording right now or if you're if it's wednesday where you're listening to because it's tuesday <laughs> night here so but so, on that yeah, note that's, that's um, my little thing that i wanted to yeah just thank abs- you guys. No, absolutely very well warranted um, follow the page on Twitter at SwitchUpPod. Um, stay stay tuned for that. We that's where we post all our information as far as episodes and future episodes, what you guys want to see. Yep. Um, me personally at Colby underscore Moyer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, for me, you can follow me at Tyler Sampson on uh, Twitter and at tsampson11 on Instagram. And with that, thank you guys again so much for watching. Fuck. You caught yourself, though. You caught yourself. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and here is to a very prosperous 2020. This is our year, gamers. Let's make it happen. We'll see you guys next time.